listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. My brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you his peace. Amen. Well, so we have kind of a special day today in the liturgy. You know, in the season of Lent and the season of Advent, we've got the days with the rose candle and the rose vestments and the theme of happiness and joy. And uh, Mother Church has put together um, some of the readings from the Bible that talk about the joy that comes from having a relationship with God. And um, I want to maybe give a little sermon, which I can imagine many of the priests and deacons today throughout the world are giving a little sermon on the theme of joy. And um, I want to tell you two stories. Uh, the first story is okay. The second story is even better. And then maybe we'll try to draw a conclusion, okay? Um, I don't know if there, any of you are movie buffs or if any of you like reading novels. But um, I, I love both of those things. And um, one of my favorite genre of movie is the heist. You familiar with the heist movies? Usually it has something to do with like robbing a bank or, you know, stealing uh, some jewels from some museum or, you know, the heist movies. And uh, what, what I think, tried to realize like, what, what do I, why do I like the heist movies so much? Um, it just, there's usually a, a, a really interesting plan, right? You have these characters and there's a plan and they've got something, they've got it, you know, sometimes it's stealing. I know stealing's wrong, okay. I'm, I'm not promoting stealing in this homily, just to be clear. But um, in the heist, there's this plan that comes together, and there's usually people, and then there's, they gotta figure out the security system, and there's obstacles, and there's uh, you know, different people that play different roles on the team. And um, when you know um, there are unexpected things that happen, the story unfolds, things don't go according to plan, and they've gotta improvise, you know, just the heist genre. It's just so entertaining and, and so much fun. And, uh, and I think the reason why so many people love that genre, I know the reason why I love it, is just the idea of this plan. The plan that comes together, this plan that uh, figuring out problems that have to be solved or uh, the way that the uh, characters in the story have to kind of put it together to accomplish the goal. Um, so yeah, so uh, that was the, my thought when I read over the readings today. Um, what do I mean by that? Well, in the season of Advent, Mother Church uh, presents for us the highlights of the biblical story. You know, from Adam and Eve, do you think of Noah and Abraham and, you know, King David and Solomon, like all this story that happens that prepares for the coming of Jesus, the Messiah. And in many ways, it could be compared to like a heist movie. You know, as the story unfolds in salvation history, um, the liturgy during Advent presents to us these moments, these prophecies that Jesus fulfills when he finally comes as the Messiah. And, um, and in this heist story, I think what, what's uh, being stolen is humanity. God is stealing humanity back from the devil, right? From Adam and Eve, we rejected God. We were tricked by the devil, and somehow we were under his dominion, you know, through sin, through death. Um, and the story of salvation, the story of God 
putting together this plan and it's exciting and it's it's interesting the way this story unfolds throughout the whole old testament and then with the arrival of jesus who fulfills the prophecies who fulfills all of the moments of salvation history and we could do a whole class there are classes and books that kind of put together the things that happened and how they all point to the coming of jesus and uh and through his death and resurrection we receive the forgiveness of our sins and we are stolen back from the devil's dominion to our heavenly homeland with god um so that 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 kind of came to mind and uh, certainly the arrival of john the baptist was this super joyful moment because he was the best man jesus is the groom john the baptist is the best man and in the the ritual of the jewish weddings when they were waiting for the groom to arrive He'd send the best man ahead who would announce the groom is coming. So when the groom, find, the best man finally came, you knew the groom was just around the corner. And uh, that's kind of the context of why the appearance of John the Baptist was such a joyful moment. Because uh, it meant that the Messiah is just about to come. It's, it's such a, in, in the liturgy of the church here in Advent, Mother Church is trying to uh, welcome us to relive this in our prayer. Isn't that beautiful? Okay, the second story is a little better, all right? <laughs> um, I sometimes, how, how am I going to say this? Sometimes priests find themselves in, in different situations. And uh, sometimes you may find yourself as a matchmaker. Remember the matchmaker from uh, Fiddler on the Roof? <laughs> okay, so I have a story of when I, uh, when I was a matchmaker. There was a guy who was discerning the friars. I was working with vocations at the time. And he discerned that God was calling him to marriage. And I was so happy for him, but I was also so sad because I was really hoping he would join the friars. He was a great guy. And he um, said, I feel called to marriage. I've got to really pray, you know, maybe I could find a good Catholic wife. And then uh, he was living in um, Atlanta, Georgia. And I had this friend that I knew from Southern California, a nice young lady who was looking for uh, a good husband. And uh, some, somehow they got connected. So, uh, I would have them rendezvous in New York. He would come up from Atlanta, she would come from California, and you know, they would come to the friary, and, and I was kind of like the matchmaker, which is kind of funny. And uh, lo and behold, they fell in love, and uh, in the beginning, I had to encourage both of them, like, you know, like, I really think she likes you, and to him, like, I really think he likes you, and okay, <laughs> I was the matchmaker. So um, lo and behold, after dating for a while, and, and rendezvousing, and getting to know one another, um, the guy, was ready to propose. So they were at the friary. There's a whole other big, hilarious backstory. Uh, at this friary in Harlem, we have these guest rooms, and in one of the guest rooms, like the, the bathroom kind of is next to the bathroom of this other guest room, and the girl uh, thought that there was like somebody taking a shower in the ba- anyways, and it was like from a different room, and nobody came out, so she thought maybe it was a ghost. Is this really fun? We still joke about it to this day. Um, so she wakes up, and on her door, there's a note that he wrote there, meet me in the chapel. So she was like, what's this? So uh, she meets him in the chapel there in our friary. And he had all these little things on multiple chairs. And it was like a journey through their relationship. He's a bit of an artist. And so on each chair, there was some little item and like a little note that made references to like the, the highlights of their relationship. And then she kind of followed it beautifully, right? All these little moments of things that had happened where they fell in love with one another. And at the very end, he was there and he proposed to her and asked her to marry him. And um, just really kind of 
heartwarming and beautiful and creative and interesting. Um, so she said yes. They got married. And then um, they had some medical issues and they were told by doctors they would never be able to have children. And so they made a pilgrimage to the shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe in Mexico City, which we just had the feast day yesterday. Beautiful shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe and uh, said some prayers. And now they've got three children. <laughs> so, and the doctors are baffled, you know. And anyways, that, that story reminds me of our faith. It reminds me of salvation history, the season of Advent. Again, where we go back and we look at the story of how it all unfolded. And you know the metaphor that the Bible uses above all the metaphors to explain, like what is the relationship that God wants with his people? What is kind of relationship does the creator want with his creatures? It's a wedding. And Jesus is the bridegroom. John the Baptist is the best man. The church is the bride. And that's the church together collectively, but it's also each one of us. That's what waits for us. That's why we can be joyful. And it has nothing to do with what kind of mood you're in. If you're in a good mood, it has nothing to do with like, wow, things are going my way. It's so much deeper than that. It's the joy that waits for us when we finally get to heaven. We're with God in paradise. And there's no more sickness, there's no more suffering, there's no more death, there's no more evil. There's a life of happiness and joy and peace and fulfillment. We will see God as he is face to face. We'll be head over heels in love with him. And here's the kicker, here's the conclusion. In the light of his face, we will understand so much that we don't understand now. We will understand how the details of our own personal story, the things that we go through in this life, are a love story. Kind of like that creative way that my friend proposed to his wife, you know, like there'll be, when you die and you come before God and you give an account, you're judged, but you review your whole life. And it, in the light of the face of the Father, in the light of heaven's glory, in the light of the death and resurrection of Jesus, we will see each moment of our life in such a new way this story that is actually our own story, the way that God woos us, the way that he draws us to himself through the ups and through the downs, through the triumphs and the defeats, the joys and the sorrows. If we have the eyes of faith to see, he's there inviting us. Isn't that beautiful? And that's what we celebrate today. That's why this is a joyful day, even if you're not really feeling good, even if you hate the sun and hot weather. That's me. <laughs> I can't wait for the snow. We can be joyful. We can be joyful because of Jesus, because of this love that God has for us and this relationship that he's inviting us to, which is so um, attractive, so beautiful, so life-giving, um, so wonderful. That's what's waiting for us. And even now, we're not there yet, but even now, there are moments when that life of heaven breaks through. Huh? We come to Mass, we pray, we worship, we receive Jesus in the Eucharist, Maybe you get to confession, you're absolved from your sins. Moments of prayer, moments of tenderness, of uh, experiencing God's love, God's care, God's tender, loving care for us. And that brings a joy that is so much deeper than anything that might be happening on the surface. So let us rejoice, let us give thanks, this tremendous love that God has for us, the arrival of John the Baptist, 
the best man, telling us the groom is almost here, our Savior. Our, he'll come to bring us to his home forever. And uh, it won't be long. We'll be there. So God bless you. Thank you for listening. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans